curious. You would make an excellent Cephalon, Tenno. Welcome to Cephalon Squared, a Warframe community and podcast. Find out how to join the collective by heading over to our website at cephalonsquared.com. Now, here are your Cephalons, Greg and Lucas. G'day Cephalon Collective and welcome to episode 147 of Cephalon Squared. I am your host, Cephalon Greg, joined by the other host, Cephalon Lucas. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm here. You good? Yeah. How are you? That's good. I'm all right. You're all right. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Although, yeah, lockdowns and all sorts of crazy stuff happening across Australia. And oh, the weird thing is, hell. Melbourne, which was the one who was screwed so royally for so long, we're the only ones not in lockdown. And WA, but nobody cares about WA. Yeah, no one cares about WA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. How, how's that shit in fucking New South Wales? That's that's chaotic. Yeah, they're copping it. Oh, copping yeah. it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's plenty fucking- of people that... Aren't believers who are just making it worse for everyone else. <sighs> Getting the military involved. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. What a time. Enough police. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back onto uh, uh, other stuff. Instead of talking about COVID, let's instead talk about the weather. Instead of talking about the end of the world, <laughs> let's talk about other things. <laughs> <laughs> the weather during the end of the world. <laughs> Weather rambles. Weather rambles. Weather rambles. Weather rambles. How is it treating you up north? And well, here in the sunny state, it's uh, definitely feeling sunny on today. Uh, it is 26 degrees Celsius. That's a 79 Fahrenheit for you Fahrenheit folk. Uh, 49% humidity. So it's it's kind of like a a, a nice spring day. Yeah, has anyone reminded uh, Queensland that it's actually winter? Yeah. Like smack no, bang uh, in the middle of winter? <laughs> well, I mean, not in the middle of winter. We've got one more month of winter and that's it. Well, we're in the last third now. Yeah, but last it depends. Third. It depends how big you make that middle chunk, doesn't it? Yeah, that's, oh, yes, yeah, that's right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's more like a, a spring day than a, a winter day. 26. It's summer. Well, for for Melbourne, that's summer. (laughs) But for you, it's spring. Damn, down here in Melbourne town, it is more like winter at 16 degrees Celsius, 61 Fahrenheit, and 46% humidity. It's just normal Melbourne. Melbourne is pretty much this same stupid temperature for (laughs) freaking six months straight, and then suddenly it's summer. Yeah, yeah, that's the weather. That's the weather. That was the weather. There's not much to it this week. Cephalon, Warframe, Time, and Video Games. What'd you get up to? What happened um, this week? This week, there's actually been a lot happening this week. So uh, let me let me look at my. Tell us about it. Let me look at my list of things that I've tested and played around with this week. Uh, well, so of course, made a list. The, well, when I say list, I just mean all the new additions to my desktop. <laughs> Fair enough. So of course we've got some super mega champions that's going strong and I'm still fucking loving it. Just added a new mech. Michael is, is the vampire fucking rogue knife throwing boy. And oh my God, they did a great job with his design. Doing all the other paladins in that game. No, yeah. there's no fucking paladins. Get out of here. Go away, Dougie. <laughs> I mean, Greg. 
<laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> Paladin. Uh, also picked up Super Animal Royale, where you play a cute little animal that goes on a murdering spree with its friends and kill the other animals. So it's kind of like Happy Tree Friends, the Battle Royale. Really fucking cool. That game's not that bad. <laughs> I actually downloaded it while I was watching you and Kiwi play, and I was going to join you, and then all of a sudden you had a team of four. So I was like, screw you, I'm going to bed. <laughs> It's, it's it's an interesting game, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty fun. Yeah, I had a go. Yeah. yeah. Um, also picked up Grand Chase because that's just had a, a bit of a rework and been brought to Steam, all fresh and fancy like. So it's a it was like a side scrolling dungeon crawler with online features. So it's interesting. It's a cool one. Sounds alright. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Because, you know, why not? And it's free. I also decided to check out Train Simulation World 2, which is oh, as you do. <laughs> currently free on the Epic Store. Because I like trains. Who doesn't like trains? <laughs> um, Mother Gunship. Mother Gunship. Oh, my God. If you um, want to fight... I played that. If you want to fight robots and build stupid, ridiculous, over-the-top BFGs, uh, this is the game for you. Also currently free on the Epic Store. Yeah, that was that was on. Um, I think it was free to play too on PS4 a couple of years ago, or last year. I can't even remember. Not a bad game. Not a bad game. It's uh, it's interesting, that's for sure. You make massive guns. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fantasy Strike. This is a free to play cross platform fighter game that I found on Steam, like your old school uh, Street Fighter style. So. That was that's an interesting one. I definitely suggest giving that a check out if you're into those kind of games, <laughs> Greg. <laughs> Free to play, cross platform. You can't really go wrong there. Fair enough. What's it called? Fantasy Strike. All right, I'll give it a look. Yeah. In. yeah. And lastly, I've been playing Spellbreak because I want to be wizard, and uh, battle royales aren't as horrible as I thought, especially when you uh, involve wizard magic powers and blowing each other up with giant fireballs and whatnot. Tell me about it. I've been interested in it for a while. Go. What's it like? Is it good? It is so much fucking fun. Uh, <laughs> so it's one of those uh, battle royales that's more of a class system than a weapon system. You Before the battle starts up, you actually pick which class you're going to go with, um, and the classes revolve around your different magic types. So you got uh, fire, toxin, electric, ice, and wind, wind and earth. So yeah, there's six different uh, classes to pick from. The elements can mix together um, real nicely and give you some additional effects. So you start with your base class, and that's you know on one arm. Uh, when you land in the map, you can pick up a secondary class to cover your other arm, so then you can mix and match your different spells and whatnot. Hmm. Really, really fucking cool. Really cool. So, and it's free. I've been meaning to check it out for a while, and it, it is free. It's just one of those things where I'm like, ah, oh, can I be bothered waiting for the download time to play it once and then delete it? And it's cross-platform. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, I've got a couple of friends on PlayStation who don't have PCs, so this is uh, a game that we're going to be playing together. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. All right, maybe I'll have to give it a pearl. Yeah, do it. Do the thing. And, yeah, there was quite a lot on my side as well. <laughs> as well. <laughs> Not only the Olympics, which took up a lot of my time, because I love the Olympics, love, 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 love the Olympics, but I've just constantly got it on in the background. (laughs) 
shit, what was there? Oh, The Ascent came out this week. I have been waiting for that game. It's a it's a PC and Xbox only game. Sorry, PlayStation players. It's an awesome looking sci-fi uh, isometric twin stick shooter that's a little bit Diablo and a little bit RPG. It's 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 awesome. It's really fucking good. So I recommend that. The Ascent doesn't play so well on my PC because my PC is three or four years old now and it's, it's a bit shit. Um, so I'm just waiting for my Series X, which should be delivered tomorrow. Ooh. And then I'll play it on that. Uh, Nier Reincarnation finally was released on phones and I've been playing the shit out of that. It's strangely, it's a, um, a gacha game, <laughs> but it's really good because it's Nier. And it tells an interesting story in really weird and creative ways. And that's what I like about those games. Of course, I've been playing a lot of Warframe. Lots and lots and lots of grinding. Because there was a fair bit of Prime stuff that I had not grinded through. So I've been doing that. And I think that's mostly it. Mostly. Mostly. Which reminds me that I am looking forward to the Alien Elite Fire Team or whatever it's called. Which looks fully sick, yo. And comes out this month. Nice. Left for Dead, basically, with aliens. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Sign me up. All right. Warframe. Warframe. And other things. Yes, and other things. We're about to crack on into the news. It is a big news week for us. Oh, boy. More than it is for Warframe. But, uh, yeah, news time. <clears throat> news. News. Community streams took a short break after TanoCon, but are returning this week. There is information on the Warframe Twitter account, so go check that out for updates on that. Indeed, yep. you should. Yep, do you think. Switch players, there is an 80% discount on the Esteem pack until August 6th. Now, that's a pretty good pack because it includes Excalibur himself and a slot, and a Guandao, which is a good weapon, and a slot, if you've got those weapons, that is. A bunch of skins for them, both. Well, not a bunch. One for Excalibur and one for Guandao. Two three-day boosters and 170 platinum at 80% discount. You should just go get that. It's worth it. Yeah, that's that's not even a question. Just get it. <laughs> yeah. Guandao is an yeah, amazing weapon. Bucks. And, you know, if you get it in the, the bundle like this, don't forget you'll also get it with a potato chucked exactly. in. So, yeah. Yeah. Huzzah! Huzzah! The Redeemer and Verve skin have been added to Twitch Prime Rewards, so you really should grab them. I mean, it's Redeemer and and a, and a skin for the Redeemer. Come on. That's another weapon. There's another weapon slot. That's a potato inset weapon. And it's a skin. Come on. Do it. Indeed. Do that. Prime Rewards have been coming out every bloody week. It's really worth having. Even if you just sign up for a month and grab everything. Yes. It's pretty worth it. I mean... Prime isn't expensive either. No, it's not really. Plus, you can support Lucas on his Twitch channel, which is... What's that Twitch channel called again? I can't remember. Silver underscore light. S-I-L-V-R <laughs> underscore L-G-H-T. <laughs> there you go. Free plug. <laughs> uh, and lastly, for Nightwave... Well, for Nightwave. Lastly, for Warframe news, Nightwave intermission is over, which is strange because now we are currently in a kind of Nightwave intermission. We're in an intermission intermission. Yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> but note that the next series of Nightwave... Inception. <laughs> Intermission. What a show. Sorry. Please note that the next Nightwave series, which is called Nora's Choice, interesting, starts August 4th. That's this week, the 5th for those of us in the future. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. It's over. Cool stuff. <laughs> it's finally over. 
It is. It is. And uh, what a segue. <laughs> I was going to say, what a segue. Jeez, Luke. Good on you. All right. So we are, it's a little bit awkward to do. So let's just rip the band aid off and do it. Lucas and I, after three years, last week was actually our three years anniversary, July 24th yeah, uh, of recording the show. Happy birthday to us. We've also decided that we will be closing out Cephalon Squared in just a few short episodes. So we are planning for episode one. You say short episodes, but you know. (laughs) Regular length episodes. (laughs) (laughs) So we've still got, uh, like I said, we're planning for episode 150 to be the last one, which means not including this one, there's still three more episodes of Cephalon Squared to come before we... Uh, we bid you all adieu. Now, don't, don't. That doesn't mean that we'll never be back because we might. We may, if, uh, for example, New War doesn't drop before episode one hundred and fifty, we may have to just do a special episode once it New War drops, just to talk about how awesome it is. We might do one for TennoCon next year. We don't know what. We haven't thought about the future. All we've thought about is the fact that we're tired. I, at least me <laughs> and Lucas, obviously. We're tired. We're, I'm completely burnt out. I really am on multiple things. And it's it's not just my day job or my kids or Cephalon Squared. It's a lot of things and it's every little thing put together. And sometimes you've got to choose where to make the cut. And back in February this year, I had already chosen effectively to make the cut at Cephalon Squared. And Lucas had convinced me that, hey, look, Maybe it's just because we're doing too much. Every week we've been making um, Cephalon Squared for the last how, uh, two and a half years at that time. So why don't we cut back to two weeks? And I thought that was a reasonable suggestion. We gave it a go, but unfortunately it didn't It didn't really solve the problem. No. So sadly, that does mean Cephalon Squared, as the, the podcast as it is, will be ending. Uh, if you're wondering whether or not we were thinking of handing over the reins to someone else, the answer on that one is a definite no. Cephalon Squared has been and will always be myself and Lucas, so we'll be retiring that name and the podcast completely. However, that doesn't mean that if there's anyone in it within our community that wants to start a new podcast under a different name, represent, you know, Go out there, be creative, do something different to what we've done. We will 100% support you uh, in our Discord and on our social networks. Yes, uh, we've got we've got no problems with that. We 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 support we other creators. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort, and other people that want to give it a shot and put in the the effort to try and do something like this. We know what it's like. We know we know how much effort and work goes into it. So of course we're going to support you, but. The, yeah. the C2 name um, stands as Greg and myself. And it it will be... Well, it'll it'll still exist to, to a certain degree. To We're not going to get rid of any of the episodes uh, or anything like that. We'll leave it in Anchor. Therefore, it should just stay there. And hopefully, we'll add some episodes here and there. The, the website will remain as it is for about another year. And then it'll probably just disappear because... I don't know what else to do with it, to be honest. So I might move it to a free platform, but then it wouldn't be cephalonsquared.com. It'll just be, you know, like cephalonsquared.warframe, uh, sorry, .wordpress.com or something like that. But we'll see when the time comes. We'll leave the Twitter account, probably turn it into a Warframe community account. Uh, the Discord will become Cephalon Collective. 
so the Discord is realistically one of the best things that we've created. Well, um, you know, we've got to be proud of the 147 episodes that we've created today, plus the law cast episodes, plus all the minis. Warframe 101s, minis. All the Warframe yeah. 101s, exactly. We, we're definitely proud of what we've achieved, and I think so, there's some really good content in there. I know from a lot of feedback we've received over the years that we've helped a lot of people. So we're proud of what we've done, but the Discord is is really another absolutely major achievement of ours so that's not going anywhere it will stay we we breathed life into it and then it became its own entity exactly so if you are in the discord don't stress about the discord going anywhere it's not going anywhere it's just just the just the podcast that's that's going to sort of fade away and if you have been listening for years and you've never joined the Discord, now's a great time to yeah. do so. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, you can find the links to the Discord. I think I've got them pinned in the Twitter. Of course, cephalonsquared.com. You can find a link there. Otherwise, just hit us up, Mad Capsules, on Twitter and pretty much everywhere else. Silverlight, S-I-L-V-R, L-G-H-T on Twitter for Lucas. We're happy to, to welcome you to the Discord because that will be... Us yeah. moving forward, realistically, yeah. for Warframe. So that's that's it. We've we've been we've known about this for a while. Back in May, I said to Lucas, "Look, I'm not sure this is really working. The whole two week thing. What are we going to do?" So we planned out to end at a, episode 150 and how we were going to do things. So we decided now that we'd sort of let you all know about six to eight weeks in advance, which is now. The Patreon has been shut down. So, well, it's been paused at the moment because I didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> I will remove it shortly. So it will be, it will be removed and, and disappear, uh, within the next couple of weeks. Uh, I think that's everything. The Instagram's still there doing nothing. The YouTube <laughs> is still there doing nothing. But, um, yeah, that's, that's the big news. And it is really big news for us and for many of our listeners. So if you want to continue supporting us, Join that Discord. Don't think we we haven't enjoyed what we've been doing. Um, it has been an absolute roller coaster. It's been it's been fantastic. It's been fun. It has. In the end, we're just two guys. Yeah, <laughs> we're just two human beings, and we have our own lives aside from that. And sometimes the stuff just piles up on you and. And you need to, to figure out when enough's enough. And now enough is enough. We still love Warframe. We'll still be following it. We'll still be playing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. In fact, I'll probably be playing it more than ever now, <laughs> to be honest, or more than I have in the last couple of years. I've just started playing a lot more than I had. So, you know, it is sad to be leaving the community or leaving the creator community, but we'll still be part of the Warframe community. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's that. That's now, what are we doing for the next four weeks? What the hell are we getting up to? What are we going to content if there is no content from Warframe until the new war comes out? Well, we fucking planned, didn't we? We put something in place. We planned. So, <laughs> it was a last second idea, but I think it's a good idea. I hope you like it. Well, I mean, you say last second idea, but you did kind of put this up like a week ago, and it's supposed to cover us for the next four episodes so yeah well i mean it's <laughs> when i say last second idea it's i mean it wasn't something i'd planned in advance it just sort of came to me and then i realized this is actually the perfect idea so <laughs> it came at the right time let's say that and it came from and i'm not I, you know credit where credit is due 
and credit to other creators, of course. This was inspired by a video by, I believe, a relatively new Warframe creator called Nightmare Frame, uh, spelled K-N-I-T-E-M-A-R-E, I believe. Nightmare Frame. He makes some really damn good videos, actually. I've been looking at a lot of his builds, and they are very similar, or in my opinion, I put them at, at the same kind of level as... Uh, Lazar Gaming's builds, just not quite as detailed. So Lazar Gaming will put a 20 minute video, sorry, a 30 minute video, just on a single build. And he'll go into every little piece of uh, detail. Nightmare Frame does a similar thing, but usually does it in half the time. So, you know, I've been starting watching Nightmare Frame's videos, and I recently watched a video about the top 10 primary weapons. And, you know, Given the current circumstances within the game, what makes a weapon a top 10 primary weapon? How well it works in endgame. And it made me realize, you know what, we've never really talked about endgame. We've never really talked about meta. We're not so much talking about meta here. What I decided and what I put forward to Lucas was, why don't we talk about what the best X is based on our communities? opinions so what our community feeds back to us and tells us what they think the best primary secondary melee and finally uh warframes are uh, as well as any information that that goes alongside with that so this is focusing on endgame stuff what is endgame though endless (laughs) (laughs) some people will say there is no endgame some people will say fashion frame Fashion frame is the end game. That's, there's no arguing that. You gotta look good. Others will say steel path. Others will say arbitrations. And yeah, whatever you think. They're allowed yeah. to be wrong. That's fine. In the end, the <laughs> hardest content in the game at the moment is probably the steel path. No, no. The hardest, hardest thing in the game is looking good and unique. Okay. But putting that to the side, the hardest thing <laughs> in the game is probably steel path. Backhand to Lucas for his uh, next comment that he's trying to think up. <laughs> so realistically, how do you beat steel path is what we're looking at here, but or arbitrations or whatnot. But of course the reality is there's always going to be a good, uh, the right tool for the right mission. And, and one of the comments that we got does touch on that. So, Lucas, would you like to kick us off with our first discussion around endgame primaries based on our community feedback? Okie dokie. I guess I can do this. So, the first one we have is from Antimir. Antimir. Butchering names. <laughs> Yay, me. Uh, <laughs> they say that their vote is Proviscus Cernos. The viral plus CC slash grouping is insane, zero former, and can comfortably steal path and and arbitration. Can't imagine uh, what this would be like completely formed, and the new galvanized chamber makes it almost a shotgun. Other than that, it's a normal bow bill. Very interesting. Proboscis Cernos. I haven't used this one. This is the one that came out with uh, Demos. What do you think of it, Lucas? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I remember you used this one. I think this bow is amazing. Okay, I'll have to give it. A, I'll have to give it a shot. I'm not a big fan of bows. Yeah, you, yeah, you're not a bow person. But that, his, that's the thing with the proboscis, uh, proboscis, cernos. Um, it's not. It doesn't feel like a regular bow because the fact that the the arrows on impact become kind of like a, a trap. Oh, that's right. It doesn't feel like a normal bow does. Okay, fair enough. So there you go. One vote for proboscis cernos. 
Next up from Death Watcher. And just to be clear, all of these came from our Discord. This came from Death Watcher. I like to use a classic that was a powerhouse from a couple of years back, the Synapse. It has a great single target damage, and the new Galvanized Aptitude makes this weapon, along with a status primer, into a beam of pure destruction, destruction with great crit and hunter munitions for insane slash procs. Now, I've heard this a lot about Synapse. If you do have some sort of status primer for it, it will just destroy um, and that I also saw from Nightmare Frames video as well. So, yeah, I'm going to have to revisit the synapse, which I haven't done in probably four years. <laughs> what do you think of that? Yes, yes. Well, I mean, yeah, for the most part, like any weapon really, uh, if you built right, can be extremely good with a status primer. Can be, but can it be this good? You've got to watch the video. You'll understand. <laughs> The death it creates. Yeah. yeah. Death creation. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been much of a beam weapon person. Yeah, no, I, I've never really been much of a beam weapon person in this game. <laughs> no. Beams are for lazy people. You can change, you can change. Beams are for, beams are for lazy people. Beams are, beams are for people that don't like to aim. Hello. <laughs> The next one is for people that don't like to aim as well. <laughs> yes, but this one's more fun. <laughs> Mothup has the Kuva Zar has been ripping it in Steel Path. <laughs> I mean, it's the Zar and it's Kuva. <laughs> Self-explanatory. From what I hear about the Kuva Zar, not just from Nightmare Frames video, which put it at number one, but also from other videos which have Kuvazar at number one. Kuvazar is meant to be just an absolute motherfucking beast, especially with its little, uh, what do they call it? The cannonball barrage. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's pretty amazing and I can't wait to get one. And I was trying to get one this week and I accidentally went and got myself a stupid dragoon. What would I want a fucking Kuva dragoon <sighs> for? Oof. Which is also supposed to be pretty good. The Kuva <laughs> weapons are amazing. Anyway, next up comes from Fluffstery, who said that Bubonico or Cedo with Galvanized Hell and Galvanized Savvy, and of course, Primary Merciless, is an amazing hybrid build for both. And again, I have heard the same about both of these weapons. Um, I didn't enjoy the Cedo when I first got it. I've really got to go back and find out what I did wrong because i had to have done something wrong my brain is drawing a blank is is cedo uh lavos's shotgun i believe so yes yeah okay now that's an, that's an amazing gun and greg is wrong yeah i don't know what, <laughs> what i didn't like about I, I probably maybe i was gonna say i probably didn't put a um catalyst on it but i definitely would have because i would have got it as part of day one access for creators so it would have come with one so i don't know what i did maybe i just didn't pay attention hmm I will. I will go back and try. possibly, possibly. Well the, th well, the thing is with the Cedo is that the whole uh, thing with the Cedo was, was that it was supposed to have a um, inbuilt uh, condition yes. overload. Yes, yes, yes. Indeed, it does with its uh, secondary glaive fire. Yeah, and that you know <laughs> that's straight up that's a fucking and a nice a nice addition right there. It's a very nice. Next, next. All right, next up is from Princess Pandora. Tenet Archiplasma or the Kuvazar has my twin's mm -hmm. approval. So Princess Pandora is a big fan of 
Monkey Boy. I forgot his name. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> uh, my brain's awesome. If anyone would like my brain when I'm dead. Yeah, yeah, brain. Just put your name down. <laughs> so so we've heard, we've already established that the Koopazar is amazing. The Archiplasmal, I mean, it's it's a it's mm-hmm. a fucking Archiplasmal. <laughs> of Another course it's going to be really great. Uh, and it's it's a tenet Archiplasmal. So it's an upgraded mm-hmm. Archiplasmal. It's a beast. Uh, yes. Beast. Want, don't have, damn it. Stupid liches and sisters. <laughs> Next up, we have Cars, who says, I just brought my my Brahma, Kuva Brahma, obviously, because there is no other Brahma, to five former, and this seems okay-ish. But seriously, I have a Kuva comb with a Riven, which includes punch-through, projectile skill, and critical chance with negative recoil. The weapon doesn't even have recoil, <laughs> with 58% magnetic. That's pretty good. Slap viral on it, Hunter Munitions, and this yeah. thing simply shreds and is great fun. And another thing that surprised the hell out of me was that Kuva Comb is a damn good weapon. Not just that, sorry. No, the one that surprised me from Nightmare Frames video was the Kuva Hind. Apparently, Kuva that is a fucking good weapon. And he showed it off, and my God, it looked good. Considering how good, in inverted commas, the Hind is... Uh, the the plain old is <laughs> mm, surprising. Yeah, I've I've always had a bit of a bit of a love for the comb, especially after discovery of a um, an Equinox build utilizing the what's it the the augment for the first ability that allows you to actually summon uh, the secondary form as a specter for a small amount of time. Uh, that actually with the the normal comb. Uh, is incredibly dangerous. Uh, take it with you on the plains of Eidolon, and you can have your clone hitting uh, enemies that haven't even visually spawned in yet, uh, <laughs> with the, with you know the absolute finest of precision using a fucking <laughs> a shotgun that that just fires so damn fast. It gets faster <laughs> as you hold it down. A wind up yeah. shotgun. Yeah, not only that, but with the that particular Equinox build, for the duration of the the clone being up and running around, the weapon that they use also gets a 300% damage <laughs> increase. Ouch. So you throw the Kuva comb into that mix, and shit's just going to die. <laughs> Central. I really want the Kuva comb. This yeah. so I'm, I'm so disappointed in myself for ignoring the liches for so long. Now I've got to go, I've got so many weapons I need to get, which is also kind of exciting and fun. But I didn't really want to start with yeah. the Dragoon. <sighs> yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, the Brahma is still a good weapon in my opinion. I know they nerfed it with the the ammo restrictions on it, and that does kind of hurt it. But it still hits like a fucking truck. And if you can get around the the only having five ammo, uh, it 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 hits like a truck. It's a Brahma. It, it was designed to hit like a fucking truck. It still hits like a truck. Explosivo, indeed. Yes. All right. Was it me or you? I think it's you. Bugoplasm. Bugoplasm says the Tenet, Archiplasmor, and Mag synergize incredibly well together, but you don't need Mag for the Plasmor to absolutely decimate all enemies in your path with it. This, this I agree with. 
um, you know, it's, it's the plasma. You don't really need anything <laughs> to go with the plasma. But, but <laughs> if you can use anything to make things better, why not? So, yeah, sure. Synergize it with Mac. And that was one of the things. So, just to be clear, when I asked for feedback, one of the things I said was, if it does synergize with anything, definitely let us know. Even though we will be having an episode on secondaries, melee, and warframes, got to talk about those synergies because that's pretty key sometimes. Yes, and synergy is important. It's that magical word from the early episodes. Yeah, it's why your alley is not so good. But she could be. More synergy. No. <laughs> she, has, she has no synergy. <laughs> All right, next up comes from NZ Sinistar. Kuvazar is amazing. Amazing. I'm in love with the barrage fire mode. Barrage, that's the word I was looking for. So there you barrage. go. And, and it's like a barrage. barrage. That's one of my favorite th- sayings <laughs> in any GA game ever. Thank you. Thank you, Lucas. I'll give you an <laughs> electronic hug. Can you Can you feel it? <laughs> Yeah, Feel it through the ether. Nice, isn't it? <laughs> There's another throwback. <laughs> so that, is not, yeah, that is not the last time you will be hearing about the Kuvazar, but I think it's like the third or fourth at this stage. Hmm. I wonder what that means. <laughs> hmm. 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 Yes, it's almost like the, the Kuvazar is, is, a, yeah. is a good weapon. Speaking of which. Hmm. Yes. Moving on. Uh, Banished says, I'm going to jump on the Kuvazar bandwagon. Great for arbitration because it generally catches the drones in the blast radius so you can blindly shoot at stuff. I love that. And that's, see, Banished is awesome. (laughs) Not just for being Banished. Hi, Banished, you're awesome. But a comment like that is exactly what I like to hear because fuck those drones. And now you can with the blast radius. (laughs) Those drones. It's the worst thing about arbitrations. It's what makes arbitrations tricky but yeah thank you kuvazar it is Line me up <laughs> okay next up the great nameless might sound odd but i use a utility weapon for my primary i use the ferox for its alt fire sadly you can't boost the status of the alt fire but you can boost the speed of the ticks so i use a fire rate ribbon and try and get as many different elements as i can on it it does great to open up some room for you on higher end con- on higher end content, and is great for a steel essence farm. The phage with multi shot ribbon used my used by my mirage is a great weapon for use for relics because you can just cast mirrors and run through holding down the fire button and it clears everyone out of your way. But I guess relics ain't really end game. True, but still, it's a interesting idea and to be clear the phage is another weapon that people are saying has uh got a bit of a a big boost um ever since the release of some of these galvanizing mods so some of those beam weapons are really just sort of overpowered with the galvanizing mods yeah i like the use of the ferox the ferox this is this is something that we really wanted to Hmm. see in this kind of thing you know the 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 less less known things, you know. The Ferox having its its thrown passive it hits the ground, it uh chains enemies in place. Uh, so tethers. Tethers enemies in place and then spreads status procs to all those all those that are tethered. This is great for CC. Um and yeah, no, that's a fantastic idea. That's really, really great there. Uh great all of the spear guns are cool. Yeah. Oh, Full yeah. stop. Yeah, we need, we need more. More, yeah. more, more, more. I, w- I wanted to see Scourge on this list, but it's just not there. 
I guess we'll have to wait until we get Prime <sighs> Scourge. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Hero Prime. Yeah, see, I still don't know about the Scourge. And, Prime uh, Scourge. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, it's 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 freaking secondary throw effect is cool, but the rest of it is uh, lackluster. Sucks to be wrong, though. It's not lackluster, it's fun. No, it's lackluster. It's got big balls on it. Anyways, framed for nothing, in my opinion, it heavily depends on what the specific content you're gearing up for is. For Arby's, you need something that it hits multiple times in quick succession for the drones. For Liches, or SOPs, you need something that hits hard, but not necessarily fast. Depends on how you're getting around the adaptive uh, DR. But that's another topic. For Steel Path, it depends on mission type, and if you're actively farming Acolytes, uh, Eidolons need high accuracy burst DPS. There are some for general use ones like Cooper Brahma or Zar, Tenet Envo- uh, Envoy, I think. I haven't tested a ton. Uh, Phage, Kuva Ogress, uh, especially with Nightway, no, Nightwatch, Napalm. Um, but the common thread for those is being mob clearing AoE that you slap, fire, viral, or slash on unless you're gearing for a particular faction. Yeah, and what I am seeing with a lot of um, Steel Path builds uh, for a lot of different YouTubers is that they are absolutely gearing for particular factions. They're, they're, a lot of them are actually using the um, Primed Bane mods, which is interesting. They're very interesting. Primed Bane. Maybe they are. I can't even remember. But yeah, a lot of them are actually using those because of the massive boost to damage you get uh, against a specific faction, which really helps in the Steel Path. So the point is, yes, it, it does depend on the... T- the um, content you're gearing up for, but I think there's quite a few weapons that are really just going to do well regardless of what you're doing. And yeah. Kuvazar sounds like it's it, or one of one of them. <laughs> the Tenet Envoy, from what I'm hearing as well, uh, is another one. So, oh, the yeah. Tenet en- Envoy is fun. Like if you don't have fun using that weapon, then you're a fool. <laughs> very powerful as well. Oh, it's super powerful. Super fun. Super powerful. And and yeah yeah, uh, if you if you miss a target, you can redirect the missile back to the target. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fantastic weapon. I love it. Another one I need. Next up, we got Halmir. I think the only person, the only representative of the Switch family on the Discord. But that doesn't mean that you know we don't have many Switch people there. We have plenty. But Helmia came to our aid. I can't English. <laughs> With this, I'm a big fan of the Archiplasmor for arbitration simply because I can't aim to save my life. I hear, brother. That nice wide spread spread catches the arbitration drones easily, which is important. Now I use the tenant version of that weapon. You do need to make sure that the aiming line of the shotgun doesn't intersect an object in front of the thing you're trying to shoot through because the whole spread disappears. That's pretty key. The Tenet Plasmore is like an entirely new weapon. You can bounce the projectile off walls and off floors. It's a lot of fun. I did not know that. Cool. Another weapon I'm really fond of is the Ignis Wraith, especially with Punch Through and Sinister Reach. This allows for burning things through doors. Even if you don't kill them, the burning proc is useful for crowd control. It also helps with getting rid of nullifier shields for when you don't have an Octavia, Balefire, Surge, Hildren, or Neutralizing Justice Mitre. In that Nightmare Frame video, my first observation is that rifles don't work so well for me. 
As noted above, I can't aim at the best of times, so I need things like the Plasmor or the Nucor, which basically do my aiming for me. I also like bullet hoses like Titania, because as, as I try to aim at the target, some of the bullets will hit despite my poor hand-eye coordination. Now, I would suggest <laughs> that it's also potentially an issue with the Switch. I found it much harder to aim on the Switch than on any other platform. So, yeah. But the Ignis Wraith that, is awesome. Fair. <laughs> so very long but lots of really cool information i did not know you could bounce the tenant plasma stuff off walls and floors that is cool yeah that is that's a nice addition <laughs> tenant plasma trick shots <laughs> here we go he's going to bounce it off the right uh fucking thing uh, i tried to make a funny joke and i failed trying to make a joke all right well you know <laughs> Let's see if we can get uh, Dude Perfect to do a, a Tenet Archiplasma trick shot compilation. <laughs> Someone should. <laughs> uh, next one is from Lord Frieson. Cedo is my go-to because of how it synergizes with Lavos. Yeah! Who is my main frame for late game content. Status procs to instantly max condition overload and catalyze damage. Catalyzes damage. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That is a nice combination. Like they really did a great job with Lavos and the Cedo. Fully that, that is that is one of like the greatest weapon to to Warframe combinations. Yes, obviously I didn't use Lavos much or Cedo. No, well, okay. Well, the thing is with Lavos, <laughs> you know, you can basically use any element on Lavos because of his ability to oh, mix and match elements. Of course. So yeah, combined with weapons that have condition overload built into them or you know using condition overload yeah <laughs> yeah cheetah frame cheetah frame <laughs> sounds good to me and no energy needed <laughs> no energy yeah exactly it's all cooldowns uh there's another vote for the cedo which is pretty cool nice and next up we've got another vote for another weapon that isn't kuvazar anthem ak comes in at the end to say, I've been using a Brammer with a CC Riven and the galvanized multi-shot mod. The Arcane is merciless, of course, but I don't have it maxed yet. Be sure to account for the knockback. I'm using Neja, but Prime Sure-Footed is the same thing. Good point. We mm. could use Atlas, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, Atlas, Atlas works. I mean, Atlas is usually my go-to for these big, big uh, BFGs. I'm kind of surprised. Surprised I didn't see the, uh, the the Corinth Prime on that list at all. I've been using the Corinth Prime recently, and I'm not that impressed with it. Not that impressed. No, and I wasn't on oh. Nightmare Frames video, so pff, why would I be impressed? He's he's the man now. For me, <laughs> but Atlas Atlas <laughs> Prime with uh, Corinth Prime, you can do those close uh, close quarters air blast without actually getting knocked over so that is a nice room clearer in my opinion true that is pretty good yeah i just found the um reload was so slow and even the fire rate was really slow i, I just didn't enjoy the current prime that, that's okay you, you you clearly don't want to play as doom guy no i don't <laughs> because doom guy well, I do want to play as Doom Guy, but I'll play as a weapon that like actually fires more like a Doom weapon. Prime feels like the fucking Doom Guy shotgun. It sounds <laughs> like it, but doesn't feel like it. Nah, nah, nah. Wrong. Sorry, you're allowed to be wrong. No, you are. You first. <laughs> you were wrong first. I, I was wrong. I was right by being. Wrong. <laughs> no, you just said you were wrong. There you go. You dug yourself a hole. 
Hole digger. <laughs> Dale dug a hole. It's filling with water. Anyway, that's it for this week. Lots of votes for the Kuvazar, obviously. But actually a pretty good range of different yeah, nice, weapons. Nice spread weapons. The Ferox. Yes, a couple of good votes for the Tenet Archiplasmor and the Cedo and the Brammer. So, yeah, some good weapons. Probiscus Cernus, Synapse. Bubonico, Cedo, Brahma. Yeah, lots of lots of stuff in there. So lots Not of things for you out there to find. Not all just and Tenets, which is really good. Yeah, and the important thing is, though, keep in mind that these weapons are very different when you've got the galvanized mods on them. And there's oh, yeah. another video that I was watching. I'd love to uh, recognize the vi- the creator of the video. I'm sorry, I can't remember it off the top of my head right now. But the video is basically called When to Use Galvanized Mods. So look for that, and there should only be one video. <laughs> so hopefully there is. <laughs> and basically the video was going over the fact that if you are not killing enemies fast enough, you shouldn't be using the galvanized mods because you only get the big bonuses on kills. Uh, really, really good point because... Those galvanized mods are there to add some of those uh, missing capabilities that the melee mods had, but the difference with melee was you were you were either often get, often getting the kills or they were based on combo duration, you know. So now you've really got to make sure you're getting the kills. So I think galvanized mods being put in steel path or are they in arbitrations? Can't remember. Either way is a good idea because you really need to have formed the shit out of your weapons before you should start using them. Yeah. So if you are going to sit down and watch Nightmare Frames videos and think you're going to make his builds, if you're not at Endgame yet and you haven't really formed the crap out of your weapons, prepare for a grind and make sure you got a lot of endo. All the endo. Yeah, so I just wanted to add that in because if you are a mid, an early to mid tier player who wants to suddenly pick up one of these weapons and see how amazing they are, most of them are still pretty much going to be amazing even with whatever you're doing at the level you're at, but you're probably not going to be able to just jump into Steel Path and be a crazy fucking destructor of things unless you can uh, former it well. Although yeah. Antimir did say at the start that Probusco Cernos didn't really need it. So take that, you know, with a grain of salt. It's up to you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, where well, we're Remember, up to. Yeah. Community call out. Yeah. Okay. So first up, call out to the community. You are awesome. We do love you. I know we're all, we're big quitters, but thank you for sticking by us. That's all. And straight on into King Louis' blessing. King Louis' blessing. Okay, so we, uh, this one is from Remy P. who came through email, and it's titled "The Burning Blades." Nezha replacing their two with Aqua Blades from Yoreli. Each damage from Firewalker slash procs from Aquablades and Warding Halo. It simply hurts to get close. I fucking love it. I love that last comment. It hurts to get close. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me laugh. Um, and yeah, perfect. Uh, Firewalker being able to leave fire behind as you're running around. I, I had a stroke in between the middle of the sentence there. <laughs> and uh, throwing in those Aquablades. It's fucking sick. I like it. Yoreli has a use. 
<laughs> Zing. Uh, All right, into yeah. the reviews update for this week. We don't have any new reviews and we don't expect any new ones. So we, we are likely going to end at 146 and there's no real need to do any more reviews if you're going to jump in and write a review to say thank you. That's cool. We appreciate it. Yeah, reviews are really there to help spread the word and and sell the show, I guess, to new listeners. But still, <laughs> if it's the only way you can get in contact with us to say thank you, feel free to leave a review. But that's... Where where are we? What are we up to? <gasps> Dr. Cephalon. Dr. Cephalon. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Cephalon. Okay, so that just happened. (laughs) 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 All right. Now, this one came a couple of weeks ago, but I held on to it because I thought it would be appropriate in the episode where we announced that we're finishing up in a few episodes. Probably would have been even more appropriate in the last episode, but let's face it, the last episode is going to be all this, (laughs) as well as the community endgame Warframes segment. Uh, but this one's from Mothop, and Mothop says, <clears throat> Yo, Doc. It may be because a bunch of people have been dropping spawns recently. He means having babies. But I'm feeling feelings on the inside. And I was wondering, with the exclusion of the usual, the community answer, I think that's uh, aimed at you, Lucas. <laughs> what? your most impactful memory of Warframe and this podcast might be, be it a good or bad memory. Has anything happened while podcasting away that you have learned or unlearned that will stick with you for the rest of your life? It's a very interesting question. Hard to answer. Feeling feelings. So what, what do you have anything ready, Lucas, that you could say? An impactful memory from the podcast, whether it's good or bad? <laughs> impactful memory involving the podcast. Mm-hmm. Getting out of hospital to record. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> the dedication that has gone into this show. Um, <laughs> it, did you it's get next one, level. one night off or did you just get a couple of hours off? Where you were like, <laughs> I literally got two hours off. <laughs> <laughs> they let me out of hospital, the hospital for two hours. <laughs> for two hours, just so I could record, and then I had to go straight on back and get the fucking needle back in the arm. <laughs> that was like in the first episode, uh, ten episodes, wasn't it? Uh, no, it was like a bit later than that. Uh, I can't remember, but it was a long time ago. It was a long time ago, it's but dedication. yeah, no, that was that's probably one of the biggest ones that uh, biggest memories that stuck with me. <laughs> I guess the thing that I've learned from podcasting. Is to be real or to try to be really careful what you say because people will take things in different directions based on their own personal life experience. And sometimes you might just say something that comes out completely wrong and you don't even realize it. And then you listen back and you go, Ooh, shit, ouch. Yeah, I think there's been a couple of times that's happened. There has been a couple of times and where we've had to, or I, because I'm the one who does the majority of the talking, have had to apologize on the show for saying things that were misinterpreted. But I guess that's that's one of the things. Be really careful about what you say because you don't necessarily want to offend uh, anyone with, with uh, a poorly chosen word. And it's a really difficult thing because... You don't know what's happening in any of your listeners' lives. Yeah, or what has happened in their lives. Yeah, exactly. And and realistically, almost anything could 
don't want to use the word trigger, but it is the right, the most appropriate word. Almost anything can trigger a response in, in people. So it's really careful, uh, careful. It's really difficult to know what you should and shouldn't say. And I think in the end, it all just comes down to not saying anything stupid. <laughs> so we, we say stupid, silly things, but it's, you know, it's, it's different. Um, so I guess that's... Or, or, you know, saying stupid things, but recognising the possibility that it could bite you on the ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly, which we've also done as well. So um, that's probably the biggest thing I've learned. And it can be really, really hard because you never know how, how people are going to take things. Yeah. 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 But on a positive, um, well, I guess that's positive, but I was just going to say on a, on a different note, I think I've probably learned how to talk to people over the course of the last three years without really even noticing it. So now it, it part of my job, so I'm in, I'm in sales. I'm a, um, I'm a sales consultant. So part of my job is to talk to people about products and things. And I just find it comes so much easier to me now presenting and, and things like that. I think that's partially to do with the podcast. Yeah, no, I was actually going to say very much the same thing. Um, as a social recluse uh, and having social anxiety, this has been a great stepping stone in combating that. Um, so I'll, I'll definitely be taking a lot away with me from this. A lot. And Can we now call you a social butterfly? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my, I, still prefer my, I still prefer my reclusion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a social recluse that's somewhat social. <laughs> Fair enough. Less social recluse. <laughs> a hermit with friends. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I'd love to be a hermit. I always said that growing up. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> Families and kids and stuff. <laughs> if I could build a log forest in the in the woods, as long a log as forest, a log forest, a log forest in the I, woods, I would like to build a whole log forest. Yes, Luke. <laughs> you got a problem with that? I will fight you for the log forest. If I could build a log cabin in the woods, um, as long as that log cabin had electricity and the internet. And stuff like that. <laughs> Discord's <laughs> the only socialising I need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. YouTube games, YouTube. That's all I need. And pizza. Yeah, yeah. As long as pizza. Yeah, and pizza. Well, I mean, if you're out, if you're out in the in, uh, in the woods like that, you could just have like a uh, homemade pizza. You know, get yourself a make yourself a, a stone oven. Fuck yeah. 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 I could do that. Pizza with Greggles. I would definitely do that. I have been thinking of buying a, a pizza oven for my house because I do love it. pizza so much because I'm just- That ridiculous. magic P word. Mm-hmm. Now that I've said the magical mm. P word, it happens, has to happen within the next week. It's the yeah. rules. <laughs> it's the, the rules of the magical P word. Rules of the magical P word. Um, <laughs> yes. So I hope I hope that's, that's an answer to your question, Mr. Moth Hop. Feeling feelings. Uh, the community- is the answer that you were looking for. <laughs> now the community, the community is good, but I, I think there's also been plenty of personal growth as well. Oh, absolutely. So fuck. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was just going to say, look at you three years ago. Would you have started a Twitch channel and started trying to do this? What Hold you on. Now? <laughs> <Fuck> no. <laughs> Hell no. 
<laughs> I started two years ago, got to got to freaking uh, a nice comfortable point where I made it to uh, affiliate and then stopped because it was too much work. <laughs> See, you've changed, Lucas. You've changed. <laughs> now I'm putting in the fucking effort daily to try and stream and it's exhausting, but I'm loving it. I'm enjoying it. Um, and it's you know, because of this, is because of what we've done here that I'm actually able to bring myself to do something like this. I've always wanted to do content creation, but never had the the skills balls. or the balls to do it, to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and and no no slight to you, even though I am having a slight little funny gig dig at you. Haha <laughs> sucked in. <laughs> the truth of content creation, Twitch streaming, all of those things is it's actual work. It really is it really work. Is. So if you think, ah, oh, I'd love to be a Twitch streamer, think again, because you only <laughs> get to see the Twitch streamers during the time that you're watching them. But you don't realize that many really popular Twitch streamers stream for eight hours. Outside of those eight hours, they're planning what they're going to be doing during their streams. You know, yeah. these people work full time to to try and have... Uh, to provide content that is viewable, that's enjoyable. And, yeah. you know, what we've provided with the show, even though it's only an hour episode or whatever per week or per two weeks or three weeks, whatever it's been recently, um, that's still five to ten hours sometimes of work that goes behind the, the show. Yeah. So if you want to make... Five, five or ten hours that go into an hour of, hour of uh, content. Of content, exactly. If you want to make something successful, it's it's gonna be work, but yeah. it's worth it. Absolutely. So, yeah. See, look, we even gave some advice. And it's advice. funny. We did a patron cast. So, for our patrons, we used to do well. Originally, we did monthly <laughs> patron cast episodes that was special just for the patrons. We did a recent one, which was the final one, given where we're moving on. And in that, I said to everyone, oh, if you, uh, here's some advice if you want to start a podcast. Just don't give up. Never stop, never stopping. <laughs> and I say that in the episode when we're telling everyone that we're, <laughs> we're finally going to quit. But the point is, we are sort of moving on from the podcast after three years. It's yeah. not like we did it for 10 episodes and then moved on. Three years is a long time, and we hope you And we accomplished our goals. We, we really did. And I know we, there's a lot of people that have just started our listening. And for, for those people, maybe it sucks. For a lot of people that have been listening since the start, maybe it sucks as well. And it, it sucks a little bit for us as well, but... Oh, mate, a fucking a little bit. I've been reading the comments in the general chat on our Discord and getting a little bit teary-eyed. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not crying. You're crying. It's just, it's just I'm sweating and sweating it from my eyeballs. Yeah, we were really nervous about uh, putting those com comments in the in the Discord, and to be honest, we were really nervous about this episode as well. So, and we will continue to be nervous once this uh, episode hits the the airwaves. So, please be gentle. Except with Lucas, he likes biting. <laughs> I like doing the biting. Don't bite oh. me. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I got that wrong. Anyway, that, that brings us to the end of episode 147. So thank you, I guess, is all we can say. There's no point uh, in directing you to anything anymore because 
we are moving on. Of course, you do want to join that Discord. I promise you it is the best place in the world. And it, like I said, it's not going anywhere. It's going to be the future of Cephalon Squared. It'll be the Cephalon Collective. So join there. My name is Greg Newbig and I am Mad Capsules all over the interwebs. Who are you, Lucas? I am Lucas Silvestri. I am Silverlight all over the interwebs. S-I-L-V-R-L-G-H-T. Sometimes you can throw an underscore in there somewhere. <laughs> Between the silver and the light. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, you can throw it somewhere else and you know, see what comes up. <laughs> you could. Doubtfully but, uh, anything, but... Yeah, not affiliated. <laughs> Crazy fella. Thank you to Yarn at Disco underscore box on Twitter for the intro and outro. And thank you to you for listening to episode 147. Three more episodes to go. Please stick with us while we close things out. Stick with us to the end. It'll be worth it. Hopefully. I hope so. Please be worth it. <laughs> Please love us. Anyway. Please, sir. May I have some more? <laughs> some more love. <laughs> Oliver Twist, let's say bye bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Cephalon Squared. If you'd like to contact us, reach out via our website at cephalonsquared.com, where you can find us via email, Facebook, Twitter, or Discord. But don't fret, there'll be more Cephalon Squared in a few short days. So don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.